everyone, and welcome to Oh! A Podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by Oarock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of Oarock. And I'm Michael Gray. I'm the head writer of Oarock. How you doing, Michael? It's been a little bit. I I guess things are going okay. Does my microphone sound okay? I got a new one, I think. It, oh, yeah, it sounds great. You're coming in loud and clear. Oh, that's good. <laughs> On my recording equipment, it seems like um, everything I do now is way, way softer than like anything I've done in the past. Well, you're coming in fine, and if you're not loud enough, I can make you louder in Audacity, so it's okay. In editing, yes, yes, that would be yeah. nice. <laughs> I can make it seem like you've been shouting the whole time and, and make all of our listeners very angry with you. <laughs> Will that be very different from never. normal, I, I, I guess? <laughs> Are the listeners usually angry with you? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, apologies to our listeners out there. We missed the last couple of months due to holidays, vacations, uh, big projects that I've been working on. Maybe you've been working on. It's just been a, a very, very busy uh, couple of months. Um, I'm like, I'm just now catching up from like Christmas, let alone from my trip last month. Like, I'm I'm so far behind in everything now. It's oh well, at least. Uh, no, I don't think anything's happening again until like the summer. So, <laughs> all right, things things will be nice and calm here for a bit. Huh. So, how how have you spent the last couple of months? You know, I haven't. I don't know to say. I haven't been doing much work for uh, Orock Studios. I guess. Yeah. Uh, recently, I've been. Oh yeah, no, I wrote um the the one minute mysteries too. That was my writing project. Yeah, that's out now, right? I think I saw an Amazon link at some. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book is out now, so I I, I wrote yeah. that, and um the other writing project, the one I've been doing for O'Rock, is just back to the superhero project. Uh, I guess working on Pathway number three. Oh, fantastic! So I'm fourteen pages into it. I. Like, the original script I sent you was, um, I guess, four chapters each. E mm. Each pathway is four chapters. And for whatever reason, like, with the first pathway I started, I wrote um, eight pages for, for chapter one. And now I'm really struggling to uh, do that for, like, all the other pathways. <laughs> I guess maybe I started oh, with no. the pathway where I had the most to write in the first chapter. Um, <laughs> oh, it's going to be longer. We usually do only like five pages per chapter, right? And sometimes it's like four and a half. Yeah, that that was the case with the... Eight is quite long. Cap president. Yeah, I... You know, I don't want to do the thing where like every... Uh, where like pa the one pathway has much longer chapters than the others, though. Right. Yeah, that was the, what the first game, Kale's Pathway, was like... Was it six pages per chapter? Yeah, it was just like one some, extra yeah. page per chapter, yeah. which was not that... <laughs> noticeable but still yeah. yeah i don't i don't know that anyone would have noticed it besides us uh let us know in the comments if you did are there comments i don't know if there's comments let us know in the discord if you did <laughs> i don't know how you comment on a podcast i guess just sort of shout at your uh, phone i don't know spotify right it has podcasts yeah i think yeah. Uh, are we on spotify i wonder if we're on spotify i don't know <laughs> <laughs> We're not professional podcasters. Wait, is Spotify what's hosting us now? I changed hosts 
last few months. Maybe it's, maybe it's Spotify. Oh, great. Now they're going to kick us out uh, for not remembering their yeah. name. Oh, good. I don't seem to have it bookmarked. Oh, that's going to be fun when I go to upload this later. <laughs> I have to figure out where I'm uploading it. Oh, good job, Paul. This is great. This is great. Take two months away from podcasting and the whole operation just completely falls apart. It's okay. That is a good this idea. I should, I should like, bookmark Discord, actually. That that seems like that. Yeah. I, I should do that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that's how that's how I remember to to check it every day. It's um on it's like one of the uh what is it called the the bar at the top of your web browser. It's one of the bookmarks, one of the special bookmarks I have there, along with like my email and Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. It's one of the ones I have bookmarked right front and center, so I remember to check it once a day. Like you, you... usually not a lot of action in the Oarock Discord, but you never know. Uh you know I know the favorites bar. That's what it is. I know there's a way to sync up the Discord because um, my kid gets notifications on their phone um, from Discord. Um, but I think that's like group channels that uh, they're in. Right. I don't know if you. Uh, I guess you don't. You're not really hanging out in the Discord uh, much. But at some point in the last few months, we had a couple people role playing as their own original cat president characters. What? <laughs> So we created a whole, like, role-playing channel for them. It's just two people. They might be the same person. I'm not sure. Uh, but they're, like, hanging out and <laughs> discussing how their campaigns are going and stuff like that. Talking about team-building exercise. This person says, I don't even know what's happening with my team. I'm not sure I'm even on the ballot. <laughs> I'm on the <laughs> ballot in one state. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's something we haven't discussed in any of the Cat President games is uh, ballot access, which apparently is a thing. Oh god, yeah, we should have had a a cat getting kicked off the ballot for some reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would maybe that would have been good for uh, uh, Cardoon. Oh, I'm trying to remember which one is Cardoon. It's been too long. Uh, have you been working <laughs> on Cat President Three? Oh, Cardoon's yes. the vice president, right? Yeah, yeah, the current vice president. Yeah. That was the one where I had a silly nickname for the character instead, and, mm. and you changed it because it was dumb. And then <laughs> now I can't remember <laughs> the real name. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Munchie, that was uh, it. Yeah, so. Yep. <laughs> Munchie. I thought Munchie was the nickname for this character, yeah. I don't remember. I, I was. I think Cardoon was one of the names you had come up with, at least, because I, I don't yeah, think that yeah, was yeah. me. It was like, didn't you? Yeah, I forget. It was like a flower or something. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a plant. I forget what weird Google search led to that, but I said, <laughs> you know, that, that'll work. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it really, it really suits uh, this character. I don't know if we should say too much about who this character is. I guess not. We shouldn't say it because I think it's kind of a spoiler for like the end of the first chapter. So we don't have to go into that, but I th I feel like just the name just feels like this cat. Oh, it's a type of artichoke. Okay, maybe I was looking up artichokes <laughs> for some reason. Um, this is a member of the artichoke As family. Sure. Yeah, sure. And I guess that's how I got. Uh, that's how the name Cardoon came up. But yeah, with with Cat President Three. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm never as far along as I'd like to be, but I'm, uh, I'm just earlier today started on the last chapter of Cardoon's Pathway, in fact, uh, the, which is the first pathway of six. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but we're, we're, we're trucking along. There was very little progress happening for a while. Uh, 
I mean, this is the same story I have every month, but a giant, giant project. I think it's one of, if not the biggest, like, proofreading contracts I've ever had, just word count wise. Um, that's pretty much just been like my working project, just like what I do during working hours every weekday now, it's just that. Um, so it, it is, uh, I, it sort of paused everything else for a time being, but, um, uh, I, I've, I've, I've finally, uh, caught up enough that I've been able to work Cat President 3 back into my schedule. And, uh, that's, yep, that's as far as I am now. Um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, the thing I've been working on in the last couple of months is I think we might, we, I'm sure we talked about this before, how we have, uh, a character, a cat character who's gender is determined by the player and then we have a scene where that character uh turns into a human Mm -hmm. um so one of the things to work out was what to do with the human art for that character because they could be male female or non-binary um so we wanted to have art that that uh, recognized that represented that in some way um so i did end up getting two models for that character, one that's more masculine leaning and one that's more feminine leaning. Um, and so that's sort of what I've been working on lately is editing all of those pictures, getting them in the game and coding them into the game. Um, uh, but I just I just finally kind of got through that section uh, and I feel very good about it. I think I think it worked out really well. Um, one of the one of the things I did when I was getting these pictures is that I had the first model take all of their pictures uh, and then I sent them to the second model so that the second model could sort of mimic the same poses so that I, I could be sure that no matter uh, which model you're seeing in the game, it's it's uh, basically looks the same, just sort of emotion and pose-wise. I didn't want to get myself into a situation where one character's angry pose really fit one line of dialogue, but then the, the other character's angry pose looked weird and didn't match at all. Mm-hmm. Like, if one person's idea of angry was they're shouting but another one is like they're just kind of sitting there and steaming like those would be very two very different pictures that might not always align well um so by doing it this way i was able to make sure that uh no matter which character you're seeing it matches the dialogue in the way we want it to that was so that was that was kind of an interesting challenge something i've never had to do before obviously yeah i that sounds good i i thought that in this particular game, like all the cats, uh, basically at the beginning, you choose the gender of what all the cats are. Or was I wrong about that? Yes. No, that that's correct. So you can choose whether you can choose whether you want them all to be male, whether you want them all to be female, whether you want them all to be non-binary, or if you want a mixture of those, and then the game randomly assigns uh, the gender identity to each of the cats. Yeah, because I know I think. When writing it, um, I I did like half male and half female, right? But I know with like Pathway Four, I kept forgetting the gender of uh, the character, and so um, <laughs> that was fun for you know copy editing and such. <laughs> yep, and the the pronoun stuff was all pretty easy to figure out. I think I had already figured that out for uh, Too Many Santas, right? I think that's the one where you can choose the main character's gender. Mm-hmm. So I was able to copy and paste all that stuff just for each of the, the, the cats in this game and the main character. Yeah, I should figure out um, how to do that because um, what I've been doing just while writing the script for uh, the superhero game is just a, a variable like he slash she 
Um, sure. That that's like mm-hmm. just the name of the variable. I think it's mc underline and then he slash c. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much what I use too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know what really uh, trips me up though is that um, the pronouns are easy, uh, but I can never remember to put in the code for the verbs um, because it makes a difference if it's he, she, or if it's they, right? Because it would be uh, he runs, but they run, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have to you have to fix all you have to have variables for any time there's a verb following the pronoun you have to have variables for all the verbs as well in case the character is using uh, they pronouns. I guess uh, I mean whenever we use the the gender neutral they in our house we always do the the singular uh, verb with that. Oh no, really? Oh no, am I doing it wrong? I'm just saying, oh, I've got on. a high schooler, and that's how the high schooler does it. <laughs> oh no, okay. But I'm sure, right, like... I'm just gonna make a note to research that a little more. I mean, that's also how I do it when I'm doing book reviews, too. Like, you know, um, I do a lot of mystery reviews, and so the culprit is always mm. referred to as they. Uh, I mean, that's what I do in yeah. my reviews. Okay, that's interesting. For some reason, that didn't that didn't even occur to me. I just assumed that they them would get the uh, the plural verb, uh, just grammatically speaking. But mm-hmm. I mean, it is a singular. Oh man. Okay. Thank you for 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 mentioning that. All right. Yeah. No problem. Uh, oh yeah. So the um the code the code for the art. I was a little worried that was going to be a pain, but uh, I just did it the easy way which every time it uh every time you change pose it just there's just a variable that checks what the gender is supposed to be and then you know it either shows one picture or it shows the other picture okay you didn't use your fancy uh technique you did no i i didn't get too complicated for it it's just one (laughs) scene yeah 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 exactly it's just the one scene and uh, oh yeah and if you 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 choose um that this cat is non-binary then uh the game randomly selects either the more masculine appearing uh, character or the more feminine appearing character. It was the best way I could come up with to do it. Yeah, just flips a uh, coin, I guess. Yep, that's exactly what it does. It, it uses the same same randomization code that I use uh, if you decide in the beginning that you want a mix of gender representations. Just the, the same random integer selection mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I keep meaning to... Um try to think of a better way to do um, a randomize selection for like when you have a dialogue choice so it, like will randomly determine which what right. order those three options appear in I know I did that for like babysitter's nightmare but that was a huge pain <laughs> <laughs> it basically ended up being uh, you know if I've got three conversation options that's what nine different possibilities they could be in and so, like, you have oh, to God. list out all nine <laughs> possibilities. And, oh, no. And that's that's how I did it, so. No, there has to be a better way. There has to be, yeah. But, so, specifically with that one, I, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't want that messing up, like, the page count or anything. Because, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, if there are three dialogue options as opposed to two dialogue options, suddenly there's, that's, like, half a page just for a... Uh, Getting them in order, so I I did not count that towards the the page count total. I guess. Um, one solution would be uh, to only have two options, and then it just displays one A and B, or then B and A. That would be the easier <laughs> one, yeah. 
but but that doesn't help if you want to have more than two options. But I guess that's how we could do it with a game like Cat President if we ever wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I guess how you... Yeah, I guess there are three ways... Or, or two ways to do it. It's like pick a number from one through nine, and, you know, one is the ABC, two is ACB. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess there's only six ways it could be then. Hmm. You know, three is BAC, um, uh, four is BCA. Or uh, you could do one where it's like, okay, flip a coin, one through three, and then uh, the first option is uh, A, second one's B. I don't know if I'm explaining this right. <laughs> it will pick the first yeah. option, and then it'll flip again for the next two options, maybe. I think that's the other way to go around it. I don't know. Those both Ren sound... I has something built in for doing this. I tried asking ChatGPT and it was no help, but Okay, wait, this person has uh here, I'll 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 send this to you. I just found a random post on Reddit that seems to be the thing you want to do. Um I'll uh, I'll I'll just I'll just put it in the uh Discord here. Maybe maybe this would help or maybe it's more complicated. Who knows? Um let's see. Oh, another another uh bullet point I wrote down for Cat President 3 is um I also uh, updated the Thunderpaw art for the game. Um, like I, we talked about this before, how any assets from the first two games uh, will either need to be uh, remade or or have uh, or upresed in some way to match the resolution of the current game, since the resolution's like like double. So for Thunderpaws, I think what I did. I think I just used like a website online to just sort of make the the base image bigger. Um, sorry, I used the I we're, we have the bald version in this game, so I used I used the uh, software to upres the bald version of Thunderpaw in this game. Um, but I I wanted to do something a little different too, since Thunderpaw in this game uh, he appears in his new career as a used car salesman, which is something I think we've alluded to in the past, um, and and. <laughs> I gave him a little cowboy hat because I thought that sort of suited his vibe here. Because <laughs> I feel like if he's if he's doing this job, he would do it in like a very stereotypical way, uh, because he thinks that would is what would appeal to people. And and for some reason, when I think of like used car commercials, I picture a, a guy in a cowboy hat. And and I, it also made me think that like he's he would be likely to want to do something to cover his bald patch now that he doesn't have his toupee anymore. So I gave him a little hat. You can still see his his bald head under the hat a little bit, but now he has a hat too. Yeah, no, I'm checking here. Uh, I know on the Simpsons, uh, the the car salesman had a big cowboy hat. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you're you're not the only one. To... <laughs> it just seemed funny to me, and I made the art, and in fact, it does look funny. So I was pretty happy with that. <laughs> um. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, another thing from Cat President Three recently. Um, there's a there's a part in the game. I don't know if you remember this, but we were where we needed a a police sketch for a character because of reason plot reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we had originally thought we were going to use AI to create that image. Um, we're not really doing the AI thing anymore. Uh, so I had to cancel that plan. Um, instead, I found. Just like a drawing someone had uploaded to Pixabay that approximated, like it sort of looked like the cat that we were supposed to be doing a police sketch of. 
So I used that, uh, and I think that worked pretty well. But I was also going to say, if you had, if you wanted to draw something, you're more than welcome to. Is <laughs> if, if you would prefer that, you want me to draw just <laughs> a terrible looking to. cat? Oh, that'd be <laughs> yeah. fun. If that's something you're interested in, yeah, you're you're more than welcome to. Don't feel like you have to at all because I have something already. But uh, that could that could be a fun thing for you to do if that's something you wanted to do. Yeah, just a really bad looking cat. <laughs> I actually did want to experiment with drawing a little bit for, um, uh, I guess, Babysitter's Nightmare, just because uh, mm-hmm. this past month I went to the career fair at the eighth grade. So I'm like, oh, man. Yes. Because the, the characters in Babysitter's Club are all eighth graders. It's like, I, I got to try to sketch out what the eighth graders look like today. <laughs> um, but also, it's one of those weird cool. things where the Babysitter's Club graphic novels, uh, the first artist... They've had like seven or eight different artists, and they all seem to have their own different style. Um, they all seem to be vaguely copying the first one, but not really. If I try to draw the characters in the style of the, the first artist, who has more of like the Calvin and Hobbes style, um, mm-hmm. it would look distinctly different from the way that the Baby Series Club uh, series has looked for the past five sure. years. Draw whatever style you want. Yeah, who knows? I'll probably won't get around to doing it at all. <laughs> um, and I guess the the final bullet point I had written down for Cat President Three. Um, uh, once I finally finish uh, this first pathway, uh, I'll just I think I'll uh, upload it to Steam so you can check it out and let me know if there's anything I need to change or what I need to change. Um, uh, we had been sort of, uh, for the mom's game, we'd been passing files back and forth on Google Drive. Um, but I feel like at this point, uh, probably just Steam would work a little better. Okay. Um, and then that way you don't have to download, like, the entire game every time, too. Or I guess I guess you weren't before, but um, I don't know. It, it just seemed like a simple way to do it, especially since I'm going to have to have this thing on Steam at some point anyway. So um, I don't know when that's going to be, because I think... Even though I'm in the last chapter, uh, that I still have the endings as well, so I think there's still like 17 some pages to uh, to code. Looking ahead, it looks like I don't have to create any more art assets for the last chapter itself, so hopefully that should go fast at least. Because I think we just go back to the used car lot. Actually, this game, I mean, this first uh, pathway really doesn't go to that many different places. You hang out in like two different hotel rooms. Uh, you go into a laundry at one point. <laughs> Uh, and like the uh, the car lot, uh, and oh, and the main character's apartment as well. Yeah, and the apartment there aren't too many is different in, places. Like though. multiple pathways. Yeah. yeah, I remember you wanted the laundry just because yeah. it's like yeah, you're standing in the hotel had, like, forever. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun actually because uh, I got because <laughs> I wanted them specifically to go inside the washing machine because I thought that would be very funny. <laughs> Um, so I did, I did get to do a little mini photo shoot with my washing machine to try to get the right picture and the right angle. <laughs> yep, this is what work is. I'm glad you found your way back out of the washing machine. <laughs> yes, that could have been a disaster. That would have really set the project back. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I think that's, that's the latest with, uh, Cat President 3. Um, another thing to talk about, um... The saga of of our Oa Rock Studios adopt a highway. Oh yes. So uh, finally, uh, I think uh, seven or eight months after I filled out the adopt a highway paperwork, 
so that I could adopt a portion of, of a road in my community uh, under the Oarock Studios name. Some eight months later, they finally got my signs up. Um, and the sign said, O-Rock Studios. <laughs> Not only did it say O-Rock Studi- o Rock Studios, no A in there. And it was like all mushed together as one word because the, the sign they got was like too small for it. I, it almost made me wonder, like, did they just delete the, the uh because they didn't have enough room? Like, did that, did that seem like a good idea? I don't know, but... Uh, I had to I had to complain to the highway department like this sign is incorrect uh and to their credit they they got someone out to fix it within 3 months <laughs> uh and that was that was nice of them the new sign uh does say Oarock Studios unfortunately now the o in the word o is lowercase for reasons that I do not understand. The original sign, everything was all uppercase. Okay. Yeah. Yes. In the original sign, it was all caps lock, all one word, missing a word. And then in the new one, O is not capitalized. Everything else is capitalized correctly. Just the first letter in the name is not. Um, I truly don't understand what's happening here. I, I keep sending them the name exactly as it's supposed to be. <laughs> I've done this three times now. Uh, Are those uh, so, the um, people that will be confused if it's like I'm putting the name inside uh, quotation marks and then they think the quotation see, marks are part of the name. <laughs> I thought of that. So the last the last time I did it, I just made it like its own separate line in the email. No quotes around it. It's just kind of tabbed over so you could just see it right there in the screen. Oh, Rock Studios, exactly as it appears on our website, on our Twitter, on our podcast, on everything. Exactly as it appears literally everywhere. And and still, I don't know I don't know what's getting lost in translation exactly. Honestly, it's starting to feel personal at this point. I don't know what I did to offend these people. <laughs> uh so my solution is gonna be I'm just gonna put a sticker on it, I guess. <laughs> Because I feel like if I complain a third time, they're going to find yet a new way to mess it up. Like the O is going to be capitalized, but now the exclamation mark is going to be a question mark. <laughs> or or they'll, it'll just say like, <laughs> it'll just say like Konami instead. Like they'll just get the wrong company name entirely. Like, what? we knew it was a video game company. And what's wrong with this? Like, uh. but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking just a sticker. I don't know. I, I'm I'm debating between like, trying to get a, a letter O sticker that would be in the same font and be the exact right size because I, I don't want it to be like super obvious that there's a sticker there or go in the complete opposite direction and just print out my own like O Rock Studios full sticker and just put the whole thing on there. I'm wondering like in a nice like pixel font that lets you know it's a video game thing. I'm kind of leaning toward that but I guess stay tuned. <sighs> I don't know if this is a related note or not, but uh, in a book title, should the word there, T-H-E-I-R, you know, like their car, oh, should that be <laughs> capitalized or not? I can't tell. This is one of those fun things that depends on the style guide you're using. Oh, that's great. Okay, fine. Yeah. It won't matter then. Um, <laughs> I think the one that, that I tend to follow is like, what if it's more than three letters? You capitalize it regardless. Um, so that's that's what I like. That makes a lot of sense. But um, 
There's also uh, a website that I like to use for this title capitalization tool. So you can just paste paste your title into that, and then it'll you can define even what style you're using, and it'll capitalize the thing for you. I'll put that link in the chat as well. No, it says there's a movie called A League of Their Own, and it's capitalized. Yeah, I've heard of A League of Their Own, so I guess if it's capitalized in the yeah. movie title, okay, somewhat yeah, related. Yeah, so if I make a <laughs> yeah, if I make a game called There, 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 Dear. Uh, all versions of there are capitalized, for example, in APA style. Chicago AP, anyone? Oh, you know what? It looks like ev- I'm, I'm clicking all the different styles. It does look like everybody's capitalizing there. Hmm. Interesting. So, I guess this isn't related to O'Rock, but um, I did play two games this, plas- this past month. So, um, Oh, what'd you play? I did play, I just recently did. Well, I guess I played three games, actually. Um, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Uh, I guess I replayed that game. Uh, King's Quest 1, Quest for the Crown. <laughs> so King's Quest 1? Yeah, somebody wanted me to play the King's Quest game, and they gave me a link to, oh, I guess, some sort of remake of... Some group did, like, remakes of the King's Quest oh, games. Oh, yeah, the fan remake. Yeah, probably. yeah, so that that was the one I yeah. played. Okay, that's probably a good choice. I think that one's supposed to be a little more user-friendly than the original one, which is very challenging. There were some, like, user-unfriendly places, but I don't think it's their fault. Um, Does the original one have, like, a swim button? Um, The original one doesn't have buttons. The original one just uses a text parser, is my understanding. Hmm. So there's no button. You just type everything. Okay. Because the place where you have to swim was very difficult for me and I had to look it up and and it was still kind of difficult mm-hmm. following like the online instructions of what to do. Yeah. And then once you're in the water, then you use the move button to move around. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that that might just be like a a, a an issue with a clunky interface for for this version of the game. I would imagine in the original you would type something like get in water and then swim or swim water or something like that. Uh, but I'm not sure. I, I forget if I've even played the original. Uh, do you know the cool thing about... I think this is is this the one with the bridge, right? There's a bridge that you cross uh, at some point. Like the bridge with the troll on it? Maybe. I think it's this one where if you cross the bridge like five times, the on the fifth time the bridge collapses and you die. Oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> um. like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that might not have been in your version. I don't know. Or maybe they, they gave you a little more leeway. But I think that's King's Quest 1. I, I've i always actually kind of liked that puzzle. Hey, this is Paul checking in from the editing room. Uh, it turns out the bridge that I was talking about was actually the bridge from King's Quest 2. Whoops. I, I did not... Cross the bridge that often, so it's, yeah. it's n- no big deal. Uh, and is this the one with the Rumpelstiltskin pu- puzzle? Yes, yeah, that. Were one. you able to figure that out? Oh no, not in the slightest. No, uh, I, it was one where I had to look it up um, because uh, I <laughs> Did honestly you want to explain it. Or well, the, the, I could. you 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 go ahead and explain it because I'm not actually sure what the premise of the puzzle is. I just sort of know the answer. <laughs> All right, so uh, I mean, I'll bring it back to the bridge thing. Um, basically, there, yeah, please. 
there's this area with Rumpelstiltskin on it, and the only way you can get to that particular screen is uh, by crossing a bridge. And, uh, I mean, there's a bridge to the north, the south, and the east, mm-hmm. and if you try to go across any of those bridges, a troll shows up, and you have a puzzle to get past the troll. You can either give the troll money or uh, find a goat, and then the goat will knock the troll off the bridge, uh, like in the three Billy Goats Gruff. So uh, you you go to this gnome, and he's he's got the Rumpelstiltskin stuff, like a pile of straw and um, a thing of gold and a spinning wheel, and he gives you three guesses to guess his name. And if you guess Rumpelstiltskin, he says no. Actually, pretty much anything you guess, he says, that's not even close to my name. Where'd you come up with a silly thing like that? And so the, the solution... I, I'm told the clue to the puzzle is in a completely different area, and like the witch from Hansel and Gretel's house, you have a puzzle basically to defeat the witch so you can get the cheese from her cabinet. Um, But there's a paper in her bedroom that says, sometimes it's best to think backwards. And you just have to guess that, oh, this paper is referring to the Rumpelstiltskin puzzle. (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> so I'd think the solution would be you have to spell the name Rumpelstiltskin backwards, but no, it actually means you need to reverse the alphabet. And oh God! How you would spell Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> in a reversed alphabet, and that's the I name. I didn't remember of the that troll. step. I thought it was you had to do it backwards. Um, and so in the version you played, I assume there there was a typing interface for that part, right? You must have had to type it in. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. must. Yeah, I typed it on my computer <laughs> so, just using my normal keyboard. The thing I remember about this puzzle is. I, I think this is like the in the original like like version one when this game originally shipped in, in whatever, you know, nineteen seventy, eighty, whatever it came out. Uh that puzzle was intact, but there was a typo in the answer. <laughs> so even if you figured all of that out, you would still get it wrong. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yes. Uh Yeah, so those are the two main things I know about this game. Or the bridge in the Rumpelstiltskin puzzle. Uh, again, that bridge is from King's Quest 2, uh, so you only know one thing about King's Quest, Paul. Oh, I'll have to... Uh, if I if I play the game again, I'll have to try out the, the falling bridge. Don't bother. Actually, you know, when I started, I fell into the moat when I first started the game. The first yes. chance you get to control your character. I was just trying to walk to the left and <laughs> fall into the moat moat and immediate die it is great in this version and the version you played when when you die like that is it just like a game over you have to reload your previous save yes or does it let you like oh or you can restart from the beginning yeah that seems like this is the sort of thing that, that they should have changed in 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 the remake yeah because I, yeah, I I always yeah. think deaths in adventure games are hilarious up until the point where you have to actually restart or reload like it's it's just a fun part of the gameplay if it just you know sets you back to right before you died. But if it actually kills your progress and makes you replay stuff, that's not fun for anybody. Nobody likes that. Well, fortunately, it was on the first screen. But yes, yeah. there were definitely places where I died. Um, there are several like I think screens where it's just randomly determined like randomly a wolf will pop up on the screen and you have to run away or else the wolf is going to eat you. And I, I think there's like three or four of them in the game. And they got me more than once. <laughs> and me accidentally falling off a cliff when I was just trying to walk around it to the next screen. That happened too. And I mean, in their defense, this is essentially 
the first graphic adventure game. Like so they're they're still they're still sort of figuring out like what that even means. So like the deaths and and having to reload and restart like that's just what video games were like at the time. Like you think of a game like Super Mario Brothers, you die, you run out of lives, like that's it. You get a game over. Uh or um the point system too. I don't know if the does the remake have points in it. Yeah, it has the same point system. Okay, yeah. So I mean, that's that's the same thing. It's like, well, of course it's it's an adventure puzzle game, but you you still have to collect points. That's just what video games are. Video games have points. So like, they're still figuring out so many of the conventions of the mm-hmm. genre at that time. Um, to a modern player, I still think it makes the game somewhat unplayable at times, especially without a walkthrough. Definitely, I have read somewhere that some versions of the game will accept just the name Rumpelstiltskin spelled backwards without uh, okay, the reversed okay. alphabet. That's where, I'm, that's where I got They confused. must have gotten enough okay. complaints that they changed that. <laughs> um, also, yeah, the, <laughs> uh, the fan-made remake also <laughs> implemented one of those systems where you can't get yourself stuck in a, like, a complete okay, game over. Okay, that's good. It's like, yeah. for example... Um, in the leprechaun area, like there's a hole that leads to the leprechaun area. What you're supposed to do is go left first and grab a uh, grab a mushroom, which lets you escape from the leprechaun area. And so, if you turn on the no dead ends feature, yeah. it will not let you go down the hole without getting the mushroom that lets you escape from the hole. It will say, "No, you should look around. Maybe there's something else here that you uh, need to find first. That's cool. So it's an optional thing. It isn't like it isn't in there permanently it's like you, you can, can yeah at the start of the game you can not. choose no dead ends or uh just dead ends like the original yeah there wasn't also like a no deaths option or anything was there there was no no deaths option no yeah okay that would have been something <laughs> that's else, cool yeah. though so if people want the authentic experience they can still get it that's that's a that's a nice way to do that I like mm-hmm. that yeah i definitely had the experience uh maybe i even talked about this before but in one of the leisure suit larry games it's like if you and I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm getting some of these details wrong, but it's like if you don't get a slushy in like the first hour of the game, several several hours later, when you're stuck adrift at sea on a raft, and you if you didn't think to randomly pick up a slushy, you'll just die of re- dehydration, and that's it. <laughs> There's no way to continue the game. Sierra loved doing stuff like that, which. I, I doubt there's a single game, adventure game like like that being made now where they that, can do that, that to you. That does sound pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess just at the time, that's just sort of what video games are. You you die a lot and you have to restart from the beginning a lot. That's just what that's just how you play a video game. I think it wasn't until like uh, Monkey Island, Secret of Monkey Island came out much, much later that the that uh, adventure game developers started getting rid of those things, the... the the de- the irreversible getting stuck situations and and irreversible death situations. I think that was sort of a what Lucas Arts brought to the genre, and then Sierra eventually adopted it, and then went out of business shortly thereafter. <laughs> so I guess yeah, people can look forward to me posting that walkthrough some point. Yeah, that sounds fun. I want to watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did the whole thing. It's just a blind playthrough of it, and then uh, I also did a video afterwards sure. of me playing the entire game. Now that I've played it before and kind of know how to solve the puzzles, and the only other game I played was a, uh, I guess, 
Pokemon Detective Pikachu Returns, which I thought was okay. It seems that people don't like the game. Uh, I think the reason people shouldn't like the game is if you've seen the movie, it's got like the same story as the movie, basically. Like you'll mm-hmm. be able to guess uh, what happened to the main character's dad, who the main culprit is, and what the main culprit's evil plan is, because that was all in the movie. Um, but people don't seem to care about that. Uh, people just seem to be complaining that it's too much of a game for kids. It's too simple. People too are much complaining holding. that a, po- a Pokemon game is too much for kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a detective right. game, so I guess they were I, expecting yeah. a bit more. But, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I I finally played uh, the new Mario Brothers game, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Have you gotten a chance to yet? I think we were asked about it last last uh, time we did a podcast. I have not. Oh. Um. Uh. It didn't. It didn't land for me as well as I was expecting, and as well as it did for a lot of people. Um, but I think I figured out why that is. So like, the the levels are are wildly creative. Like there's there's just so much cool stuff going on. Like each level has a point where you collect a wonder seed, and then the wonder seed just completely changes the rules of the level. Like suddenly you'll have to swim through the entire level instead of walking, or or you'll you'll suddenly be able to go through lava and be able to solve a puzzle that way. Or uh, a lot of them have you turn into an enemy and you play a big chunk of the game as that enemy. And all of that stuff is is very cool and very fun. Um, the issue I ran into was that I was playing it uh, multiplayer. I was playing it with my wife because that's how I like playing these games now. Um, and this is this is going to sound really nitpicky, but... They changed the camera, how the camera worked from how it works in the new Super Mario Brothers games. Uh, and it, like, kind of wrecked the game for me. Um, so in new Super Mario Brothers, the ones on the Wii and the Wii U and all that, um, the camera sort of tries to center itself around all of the car- all of the players. Uh, you can have one to mm-hmm. four players, I think. So the camera kind of centers around them, and as your characters get farther apart, the game just kind of keeps stretching and stretching outward to accommodate them. Uh, in this game, the camera centers on just one of the characters. That the, One character gets to wear a little crown, and that character is the special one that the camera follows. And if you're not that character... Uh, and you can just like get lost. Like you'll just drop off of the screen and, and you just won't be there anymore. You'll eventually die. Or sometimes the screen will just start dragging you around uh, and get you squished in a wall. And I just found that whole thing so infuriating. Like if I was the crown person, I, I didn't like the added stress of having to worry about the stupid camera so that I didn't accidentally get my wife killed. And if I wasn't the crown person, I didn't like the worry about like, oh god, now I have to keep up with this person or stay behind to make sure I don't get too far ahead of this. Like, it just made, it just added a a whole level of not fun that did not need to be there. Um, So I I, I think I want to go back and play the game in single player at some point because I bet it's a much better experience in single player. I hate to say it, but uh, <laughs> that's probably a feature, not a bug, that uh, <laughs> you can just go on ahead uh, in front of your friends and then they automatically die because you ran too far ahead. <laughs> it's awful. I hate it. And we were only playing I, I, with I thought two that was people. like one of the things, oh. yeah, with the four-person we group. We with two I people. Know. I can't imagine how bad it would be with four people. Like, I don't know. I, j- I just feel like the, uh, the original ones, or not original, the new Super Mario Brothers series, like, got it got it so perfectly like 
the camera just sort of keeps everyone on the screen at the same time and everyone can sort of do their own thing. But, but in this version, you have to stay like right next to each other basically the entire time and both do exactly the same thing or else somebody's going to die. And it's bad. It's just bad. And I don't know why it didn't have to be this way. They had already figured this out. So anyway, it's probably a lot more fun single player. And I'm guessing that's where a lot of the positive reviews are coming from. And positive feedback are probably from people who are playing Mario games like you traditionally would as a single player game. I'm seeing here uh, with King's Quest, part of the problem with the Rumpelstiltskin mm. puzzle is that people disagree on how to spell Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> whether it's uh, <laughs> R-U-M-P-L-E or R-U-M-P-E-L. Um, oh. Yeah, so that, that was me. part yeah, of the so. problem. It right. didn't account for the fact that a lot of people spell it the uh, an alternate way. So that's something you might be able to catch in bug testing now, or I, I mean, I guess maybe even then too. But you could catch that uh, players are spelling it both ways and then sort of account for that in the code, right? Yeah, you can check whether they're spelling it one mm-hmm. way or the other and then make sure it's marked as correct no matter which way you do it. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. So it wasn't even necessarily that the developers made a spelling mistake. It was just that they picked a spelling that not everyone yeah. thought of when they were do- trying to solve the puzzle. <sighs> I'm glad I got that Mario <laughs> stuff off my chest. <laughs> sorry, uh, I forget who asked me about that last time, but I'm sorry to you. Um, speaking of which, would you like to do a couple listener questions? Sure. Okay. Uh, this one comes to us from Timothy Mark on Discord. Uh, Timothy writes, uh, <laughs> This one requires homework for you, Paul Franzen, so feel free to skip it. LOL. Uh, he says, For Michael, what is your favorite Nancy Drew game? Uh, and for Paul, what is your favorite Nancy Drew game based solely on the game's description on herinteractive.com? Oh. Uh, so, Michael, do you have an answer for this question? I, I generally like saying the game that has my picture in it, yes. which is uh, Secrets <laughs> Can Kill Remastered. Of course. How could you say anything mm-hmm. else? And that's the one that I give like an uh, 11 out of 10 to. Uh... <laughs> but specifically the remake. Yes, yeah, not version. not the original where it's just pictures of the developers. No, no, that's <laughs> the one with my picture in it. Is that the first? Yeah, ga- it's the first game. It, that's the only one they did a remake of. Oh, okay. It was made in 1998, so it, it, they they kind of needed to do a remake so that it could actually play on modern computers. Mm, but mm-hmm. I understand that a lot of people are having trouble just getting the games, just downloading them off of Steam and getting them yeah. to play on modern computers now. But uh, even back in like 2010, playing a game from 1998 was asking a lot of a lot of people because they had a uh, the game works fine, but the installation program doesn't. If that makes yeah, sense, sure. so that was where they were running into. That's where they were running into problems, I think. Yeah. But uh, other games mm-hmm. I like: uh, Haunted Carousel, Royal Tower, Blackmore Manor, um, the final scene, and Blue Moon Canyon. Uh, I'm really happy that you mentioned uh, Haunted Carousel. Oh, yeah. Uh, because as as Timothy suggested, I don't know anything about Nancy Drew games. I played 10 minutes of one game one time. Um, but when I was looking through the game descriptions on herinteractive.com as requested, the one that jumped out at me the most was the Haunted Carousel. Uh, I got really excited because the description said it was set at the Jersey Shore. Uh, and, and being from New Jersey, like that, that's perfect for me. Um, 
It sounds great. I assume you can like hunt for clues at uh, Lucy the Elephant in Margate uh, or go play rooftop mini golf in Seaside. It does take place at a park. It's, it's supposed um, to be an amusement park. Uh, obviously, there's a huge focus on the carousel, but there's also, there you go. like, you know, an arcade area with a couple of arcade games, a roller coaster that you don't that get to ride, oh. um, and a haunted house that you get to explore. And there is a character with a heavy uh, New Jersey accent too. So see that could that could very easily be Seaside, um, Seaside Park, and Seaside Heights. Those are the main ones that we would that uh, that I went to growing up because they were like forty minutes from my house. Uh, and it, it kind of sounds like that, so that could be fun. Maybe maybe they'll uh, decide to remake this one, and then I can be Mister September too. Uh, that would be really. Cool. I don't know where they would put like a, a calendar, I guess. <laughs> but oh. Yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, you know, they could probably add a couple of like, you know, carnival games or rides or something to to it. Mm. Like, it's fun enough. And I know there's like a boxcar children book, which is basically the oh, same fun. thing. Which is there is a mystery happening at uh, an amusement park. So I I really do like the sitting uh, uh, setting. I guess people prefer scary games or more difficult games. It's one of the easier games though, because that was the first game I played, mm. and so. It's yeah, it's me. one that you don't really need a walkthrough to, uh, you know, you don't have any puzzles that are that tough, or uh, puzzles that require you to, like, take notes or something, although these days it's like, you just use your phone to take a picture of, like, the the code to the locker, <laughs> yes. and, and then, then you can use it a uh, half hour later when you actually reach the locker. Wait, yeah. I like, oh yeah, I, th- I think I saw on Steam, too, I, I just browsed a couple reviews of the game. And I think I saw some people complaining that the game was kind of short, I guess, probably compared to other Nancy Drew games. It looked like people were beating it in like two and a half, three hours, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's typical um, for every no Nancy idea. Drew game, two to three hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's well, not too bad. And it sounds, and it sounds easy, too. So um, maybe I should play it. I probably won't, but maybe I should sometime. Maybe, yeah. All right. Uh, play a game from, what, 2008 or whenever? <laughs> uh, all right. What do you think? We got time for one more question, maybe? All right. We can do it quick. Uh, all right, Michael, give me a random number between one and two. 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 Okay. This question comes to us from Joe Reviewer. Uh, Joe Reviewer writes, A little cross-community discussion from the GameCola Discord. What do you think makes a game a collectathon? And why did we stop getting as many games like that? Did Donkey Kong 64 really begin the death of the genre? I'm not entirely sure. I like Donkey Kong 64. Uh, I don't think the problems with the game are with uh, the collectathon elements. I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't like collectathon games really at all. So this is this is not a great question for me. Uh, he asks for for what do we think makes a collectathon? I tend to think of them as a tedious game for completionists. So what about something like Super Mario 64, where like every level, you can get a star if you collect a hundred coins, but uh, it's right. not—it's not yeah. something you have to do unless you are a completionist trying to get a hundred and twenty uh, coins. Yeah. So I mean, for for me personally, it's it's just like that's the stuff in the game I'm going to ignore. So like the more the game focuses on the collectathon aspect, mm-hmm. uh, the less of the game I'm going to be playing. If that makes sense. Because I'll just skip all those parts because I just, it's not fun to me. Like, it it isn't fun for me to try to find him on my own. And, you know, if I'm following a walkthrough to find everything, then it just feels like 
what am I even doing? Am I having fun? Is there something better I could be doing with my life at that point? Uh, I did like Mario 64 at the time, though. But I don't think I ever collected all seven red coins in any level. eight red coins in every level, I think. See, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I never got all 121 stars, never uh, met Yoshi on the roof of the castle. Nothing like that. For these games, I usually end up getting the minimum number of stars that you need. Usually, I think... Uh, maybe with Super Mario Sunshine, especially. Usually there seems to be like one level which will just, I won't be able to beat it anyway. And that kind of destroys my attempt to get like 100% in the Mario game. Like the flying sure. level in Super Mario 64, uh, it's just so hard. Uh, oh, it's the worst. That one where, yeah, like it's kind of a small level, right? And you're just kind of flying up yeah, and down yeah. in the sky. Is that and the one? You have to get all yeah. up those, those eight red coins. Yeah. Oh. Is that the one where you just like stare at the sun to enter? Yes, that level? yeah, that yeah. You stare at the sun in the uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. luckily, all you have to it's, do, yeah, really to beat the. I don't know if it's to beat the game, but um, you just mm-hmm. land on the platform in the middle to get the flying cap, and that's you can just do that without getting the star in that level. But yeah, usually yeah. it feels like a Mario game will have some levels like those, which are just kind of impossible and kind of mess up with my ability to collect thons. Mm-hmm. I mean, even something like Pokemon, like you can play the game trying to catch all 150 Pokemon. Do, do people count I never that did as that a collect-a-thon? <laughs> yeah, no, that seems like way too much work. <laughs> and I think I, I tend to get annoyed too, because like the reward you get for collecting everything, like oftentimes it's some cool ability or new character that you can unlock that would have made all of the collecting go so much easier. Uh, So I'm annoyed about that. But then I'm also annoyed, like, I'm not playing this game more. I just played this game for God knows how many hours to unlock this stupid thing. Now, now I what, just go play the whole entire game again, again? Now now that I have Luigi, like, I'm good. I don't want to keep, like, (laughs) give me Luigi earlier so I can actually use him. I've, I was just playing Mario Galaxy recently, so that's on my mind. Yeah, too. what about the, um, I guess Mario games where the, they have like the three, like, yeah, three green coins throughout the level. <laughs> yeah, or no, three uh, we just had that in, the level. Um, in Mario Wonder. It was, it was some weird, like, in game currency thing, and you collect the pink coin that's worth 10 whatever's there's three of them in each level those are the things you're supposed to collect we i mean we would like grab them if we saw them but we weren't like replaying every level trying to find every one uh especially because i was so annoyed at the camera that i didn't want to play the game any more than we already were uh i don't know i just don't care <laughs> i don't have that part of my brain um i have no idea if donkey kong 64 really began the death of the genre <laughs> In conclusion. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm... Oh, God. Do I do I have to say X? Can I keep saying Twitter? Is it okay if I just say Twitter? You can keep Twitter? saying Twitter. Everybody yeah. says... Uh, everybody says... It. The website is still Twitter.com. They <laughs> change it to, like, X. Good. Dot com. I'm waiting for them to turn it back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mine still has the bird icon. I don't know. I... I every day I'm I'm like halfway to just not going on that site anymore anyway because I find the whole thing so annoying and tedious. What I do is I just uh like 
I have the same posts on like every single channel, basically on Facebook and, and, and Twitter and Instagram. And so every Sunday I just, here's all my posts for the week. Mm. And then that's it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's smart. No, I like, it's one of the windows that I, I sort of leave open on my, on my browser just all day. It's like email and Twitter and Facebook. Cause I'm usually talking to people on there, but I need to, I need to quit it at some point. Uh, I was really hoping Blue Sky was going to take off as an alternative, but there's nobody on there, so that's not really doing anything for me. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argolfump, which is spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on PC and console, or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is by Fifth Avenue, uh, and you can check them out on SoundCloud. And finally... If you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we would love to hear them. Post them in the Discord or email them to podcast at orrock.com. Is there anything that you'd like to add, Michael? Um, nope. Awesome. All right. Uh, we will hopefully see everyone again next month. Bye. Yep. Bye. A story will be told. Go! Maybe you should change your name to actually the real Argo Thank you.